get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Tanner Hendricks and I'm Brandon Kylie. We're very happy for a weekly conversation with the Cardinals insider for the athletic. She's Katie Wu joining us via the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. You can find her work over at the athletic. You should be subscribing. If you aren't already, you can also follow her on Twitter to find all of her work at Katie J. Wu. Katie, we appreciate the time as always. How was your weekend in Cincinnati? Well, guys, I'll just be honest and saying I literally just woke up. So um, it was a good weekend in Cincinnati. <laughs> it could be going worse, I, I, I would have to imagine. Um, Katie, what have we learned about this Cardinals team so far? You know, it's so funny because as I'm finishing the, the like, finish the top, the final sentences on the story that I'm writing, it is essentially what have we learned about the Cardinals in the last two weeks. And, you know, well, it's still a relatively small sample size. I think it's you're able to kind of see – trends developing and and places that you can really be excited about and places that you can have a little bit of concern about. For example, I think this Cardinals bullpen, I mean, it's entering play on Monday with the second lowest ERA in baseball just behind the Giants. Um, And I think, you know, they're a very versatile bullpen, I think, with the firepower that they have, the length that they have, the the all-around ability that this bullpen has shown early on. It's been really encouraging, especially because I know there was a lot of concern over the starting pitching and maybe the lack of depth. Um, but so that's, that's, I think what the Cardinals have been really good. At. I've been really impressed by their relief pitching. Um, I think when you're looking at everything else, there's been flashes of really good signs. I mean, we've seen really good flashes from miles. Nicholas, Steven Matz gets better and better as, as the early season goes on. And the offense has floundered a little bit as of late, but definitely showed early on that they have the potential. So now it's all about finding a way to click and for the Cardinals, they'd like to do that, preferably against Max Scherzer and the Mets. Katie, do you feel like we're going to learn more about this team after this series against the Mets? Because, you know, despite them playing the Cincinnati's and the Brewers and the Marlins, they really haven't played against those high-level competitive teams, but they're going to get that in the Mets with this upcoming series tonight. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think this three-game series against New York is their first big test, and that's not discrediting the Brewers series by any means. But with the Mets, you're also you're not just getting one of the hottest teams in baseball to start the season. You're getting three of their best pitchers, and Max Scherzer, Chris Bassett, and Carlos Carrasco. So this, I think, is a, a huge test early on for the Cardinals and how they shake up against another likely postseason team. And again, no disrespect to the Brewers, but the Cardinals play them so many times, it's it's easy to kind of 
for the Mets, it's kind of, you know, you only get them twice um, and you only get them once at home. So I, I think this is kind of their first big test of the season. And it'll be interesting to see how they respond to it, especially, you know, with Michaelis and Matt, who have been kind of rolling lately. Uh, they'll, they'll need to kind of bring their A game to see how the Cardinals can shape up against them here. Katie Wu is our guest here on 101 ESPN. Katie, you mentioned the bullpen is really the thing that we've learned the most about, and they've been super impressive so far this season. One thing that's interested me about them is the way that they can go to basically everybody for more than an inning. I mean, whether you want to go to TJ McFarland to finish out one inning with a double play ball potentially, and then you go back to him for the next one, or Hennessy Cabrera, who we've seen in the past, has been utilized in that way. Helsley can give you multiple innings. Andre Pallante has been maybe the the most impressive guy from that bullpen so far this year. And we've always seen Gio do stuff like this. Does that make it less important in your mind for them to have some of those long guys? Once we get to the roster crunch that's taking place about a week from now, I'm specifically thinking about a guy like Jake Woodford, who basically has been held under glass all year. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a really good point. You know, I think the expanded rosters and the fact that they are carrying so many pitchers has certainly helped with guys feeling rested and, you know, you haven't really seen the Cardinals need their long relief options because that's a, and that's also, that's ultimately a good sign, right? That means the starting pitch is going deep into ball games and you have relievers that can cover, you know, not just three outs, but four or five up to six. So, you know, it's always good to have that, that long relief option because you never know, especially with Jordan Hicks and with the Cardinals developing him in season to become a starter. But I don't really see the need for the Cardinals to carry two, three options in Woodford, Verhagen when he's healthy, and Aaron Brooks. It, it doesn't. It just kind of seems like that will be the position to go when rosters go back to their normal size. I mean, but it's a good problem to have, right? You're talking about having too many good weapons instead of around this time last year and uh, throughout the summer we were talking about not having enough. So Cardinals are in an interesting predicament. Again, I don't think it's a bad thing. It's always a good thing to have too many options. But I can't imagine them needing more than one really long relief option with how versatile and and how dominant this bullpen has been lately. Katie, you tweeted out yesterday about Paul DeYoung and Ali Marmol's comments saying it's too early to call it a a competition for the shortstop position. But we are seeing the Cardinals kind of get Edmundo Sosa some more reps and sit Paul DeYoung. Are we, in all reality, are we seeing some competition come up with Paul DeYoung and Edmundo Sosa for that job? Um, I would say, honestly, not yet. Um, I, I, Ollie and, and both, both Ollie and Paul were candid yesterday and saying, you know, I need, Paul's like, I need 48 hours to just kind of reset, work on some things. And, you know, so he won't be in the lineup today against the Mets and Max Scherzer. I don't think it's a competition yet, but I think if Paul DeYoung comes back, he'll be in the lineup on Tuesday against Chris Bassett and he struggles again, then Ollie won't really have a choice but to see it as a competition. Um, so, so yesterday, Grout gets a single, makes some two uh, stellar defensive plays there. And again, it's not that it's a, a battle over the defensive abilities. I think both are, are very sure-handed shortstops. But for the encouraging spring that Paul DeYoung had for him to come out here and, and not have the results that he was expecting, that the team was expecting, he does have, he's a little bit on a shorter leash, uh, especially given how the season transpired for him last year. So I don't think it's a competition yet. I think it's a relatively smart move by Ollie to just give Paul 48 hours to relax, find his footing, and work on some things. I mean, Paul was out after the game on Saturday in the cage working on his swing. Sunday morning, him and Harrison Bader were the only two guys on the field taking BP. So it's not that he's not working at it. Um, and I think the 48 hours will help him just kind of relax and, and hopefully find his footing again. Um, but I do think if those results don't come quickly, then it will be a competition. 
So if that does take place, Katie, uh, do you see them giving a long leash for Edmundo Sosa to continue to play shortstop? Or could we really, in all reality, see Tommy Edmund shifted over to shortstop for an opening for Nolan Gorman at second base? That's what makes this super interesting. I think there's a lot of pressure building because Gorman has been so stellar in his AAA campaign. He knocked another homer. All the days blend the same to me. But over the weekend, he knocked his eighth home run of the season. You know, he's hitting the ball incredibly well. Tommy Edmund has played some really good second base, so I mean, it's no wonder this guy has won a gold glove last year. Um, so that's a good question. I think there's a lot of, of components they're going to have to weigh to make it work. I think ideally they would like Paul DeYoung to come back and be able to hit again. You know, he's not a guy that's really going to hit for average, but he will need to hit for power. Um, and, you know, the strikeouts have just been way too high lately, not getting on base. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Um, I think they'll want to get Sosa a a longer leash, but I still think if Gorman continues to shine in AAA like he has been, then you maybe shift the conversation to are, we, are they going to a three-person infield with Tommy Edmond and Mendoza and Nolan Gorman. Um, but I, I certainly think they would like to hold off on having that conversation for as long as possible. Katie was our guest for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Sticking on the Tommy Edmond thread there, Katie, is he officially back to the leadoff guy again? You know, I don't know if the Cardinals, again, will have a consistent roster, consistent leadoff guy. I mean, the only consistency I think you're really going to see is in your starting lineup, Goldschmidt, O'Neill, and Arenado at 2-3-4. But, you know, Ollie Marmel has pledged roster fluidity, lineup fluidity, um, and you're getting that. I think it will really depend on the type of pitcher and uh, the type of at-bats both Dylan and, and Tommy are taking. Uh, the thing about Tommy Edmund is he just seems to be Mr. I'll do everything without a complaint. And, you know, you, I, I, it's just expected of me. Um, so I, it wouldn't surprise me to see Tommy in the layoff spot a little bit more. But as soon as Dylan gets going, I think Dylan could easily slot back in there as well. It is, again, guys, a nice problem to have that there's so many different options that Ollie can plug in. And, and what we've seen from him in these first 14 games is that he isn't afraid to shake up the lineup. I, I, there hasn't been a lot of the same lineup rolled out every day. And I think that's been a huge... Uh, a huge change from Cardinals teams prior where they did really commit to the same kind of continuity and structure. I don't think that Ali Marble prefers to manage that way. So that's, that's an exciting twist for Cardinals fans this year. Alex is attempting to talk right now. I don't know if he's on mute. Or... I put myself on mute. <laughs> that was my fault there. Katie, I final one his from... mouth moving, but nothing was coming out. Yeah, that's technology for you. Uh, final one from me, Katie. Yadier Molina has struggled. We know we got the spring training late with some family issues. Uh, are those kind of overlying from the issues that took place in the shortened spring training, or are we just seeing Yadier Molina struggle? I think it's too early to tell on that one. I know fans are getting tired of it's too early, like it's not April 25th, <laughs> but let's remember, guys, there are like five more months left here. Um, you know, I don't want to discredit the amount of work that Yachty is putting in. I don't want to over like or undervalue that. But he did come to spring late. He didn't get as many at bats as he or the team would have liked. So it it really is about like finding his footing early on. It'll come. Yachty everyone has done this quite a few times. But it is nice to have a backup in Andrew Kisner that has seen more playing time, that is prepared, that has better offensive results lately. Um, I, I wouldn't be too concerned about Yachty yet. I believe the Cardinals have his days planned out over the next couple of weeks of when he'll start and then they'll start ramping him up even more. But it is nice to see Kisner getting in there and, and being able to make an impact in the chances that he's had. And I think the Cardinals are really encouraged by what Andrew Kisner has done while Yachty kind of figures it out this early part of the, uh, the season. 
Katie, we'll get you out of here on this one. Uh, I'm the president of the Harrison Bader fan club. And on Saturday, I saw the most Harrison Bader game that I've ever seen where he went 0 for 3, but stole three bases, scored a run and uh, threw a guy out from center field. Uh, true or false? Harrison Bader is a winning baseball player. Oh, geez. Ooh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with controversy here. I'm going to go with true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand why he gets so much hate in, in St. Louis at this point. It's because you like him, BK. That's fair. I, th- that's on me. That might be it. That might be it, BK. Katie, we appreciate the time as always. <laughs> Thank you for hopping on with us today. We'll see you later on today at the ballpark. Can't wait, guys. Looking forward to Cardinals-Mets. Should be a good one. I'll see you soon.